You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 22, brought to you by actionfigureblues.com. I'm Ben, and with me tonight are... Andy. And Scott. We're three guys living in Australia who collect action figures, statues, and other items from the worlds of comics and pop culture, and we like them so much, we made this podcast just to talk about them. This episode, our toy of the week, is con-exclusive rapid-fire reviews, and our discussion topic is San Diego Comic-Con 2012 Reveals. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Gentlemen, thanks for sitting in tonight. How are we? All good. Excellent. Andy, good to have you back. What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> been a few episodes. Good to see you're still um, with us. Yeah, yeah, still kicking along. But, uh, yeah, I just um, had a lot on my plate in recent times, unfortunately, which kept me away. I haven't even got to spend much time doing what I do best and playing with the toys and doing customs and all that sort of stuff. My Collection room still in disarray. I'm sitting in it right now, just looking at mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually about to ask, how's the man cave coming along? Yeah, no, I have not touched anything in here in weeks, unfortunately. It's, uh, oh, real life just keeps affecting me, and yeah, it's been quite ugly. But starting to get a little bit of momentum back to it now. So we're going to have to see some work in progress shots, mate, rather than just waiting for the finale. Yeah. Well, You'll see some more when I've done some more. <laughs> That's basically it at the moment. Sort of, um, I'm just moving stuff around to to get at stuff, basically. So, but um, I've sort of got a half built cabinets for all my um twelve inch figures at the moment. So, um, very nice. Once I finish whacking those together, I'll put some more picks up with progress. I finished I finished the desk area and. And uh, where I saw all my books and trades and, you know, how to build things properly, books and all that sort of stuff, and the DVD racks. So I'm getting there, but, yeah, long way to go yet. We, we shall stay tuned then. Excellent. Oh, yes. Very good. Oh, Scott, what about yourself? Yeah, well, I've I've had a break from real life because I've been on holidays for a couple of weeks, so I actually have managed to do some stuff with my display, as I was talking about last week, and I did get some pictures up. You um, did, I did, and uh, I apologise for giving you grief last week because uh, I said you wouldn't get them up, and you did. <laughs> yes, I did, just to spare you. Very nice, yeah. very nice indeed. Yeah, so, no, it's actually looking um, pretty good at the moment. It's actually very cleansing to kind of cut things down a bit and make some decisions and feel like you're on top of it. So um, give me time. I'm sure I can clutter it all up again. No, <laughs> um, oh, it is looking very good. I've had a quite a quite a drool over your collection the last few days. Most impressive. Thank you. Yep. So at the moment, I'm just um, trying not to get too teary about my holidays ending and having to go back to work. <laughs> uh, it's always a bit like that. So, yeah. in your uh, cleansing exercise and moving your items around, was there anything that you sort of had a bit of a closer look at and thought, "Gosh, I, I like that a lot more than I once did," or? Anything really jump out at you? Um, some of my, my DC Direct stuff was a bit 
crammed because my my Marvel stuff takes up a lot of room and I had that a bit more organized. So now that I've been able to kind of spread out my um, DC Direct stuff over a little bit more real estate, I'm appreciating some of the um, older stuff that I've got. So a couple of the um, – I have the um, Wonder Woman versus Ares statue and that is really beautiful. And mm. uh, that that's one that was a bit crowded out in what I was doing before. So – yeah, that, that's one that I spend a bit of time going, wow, I really like this. Excellent. Well, yeah, it's always good. good to know what you've – actually know what you've got, but just to be able to appreciate it and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah, stuff. I, I actually um, asked you on your site. You do have an, on the site, you haven't answered me yet. I noticed there's a lack of an Aquaman shrine. Well, yep. Yeah, I mean, I've <sighs> taken – you know, I don't have action figures in the display at the moment except for mm. – my Bronze Age Legion customs. Yep, yep. So, but the, you know, while I, I have been doing some selling, um, certainly mm. the Aquaman, um, oh, I just said Aquaman. That's mm-hmm. my Aquaman. Aquaman. Aqu- <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> um, the Aquaman, um, display stuff certainly is not going anywhere it's just it's just stored so okay. that's all Ro- i did being rotated it's being rotated yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, I, i've got i've done away with some stuff because i've kind of I've, I've made this little kind of decision that you know i have so much stuff that yeah. really anything new that i want should be paid for by selling something that i'm not going to use or display anymore yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. plan that's my plan so, i have done that in the past too yeah um, yeah. so my wife was very excited about that plan. Um, and, uh, but you know, like, I mean, it, it does, you know, when you look at it and you go, you know, I can only actually display so much. And so, you know, there's some things that I'm happy to kind of store and collect not being on display, but then there's other stuff that you think, well, you know, this can actually go. And, um, and if it pays for something else that I want, well, it's good. We'll see how long that lasts, but, um, yeah. certainly, you know, over the next year or so, well, I'm going to be in house building mode. It's a good, um, it's a good, you know, kind of financial responsibility thing, if if nothing else. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it can just stack up really quickly. You yeah. know, where suddenly like, oh, wow, I've gotten, you know, three new statues this week. Well, hello. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. We all yes. understand. And then there's children going, feed me, feed me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's all, want, all that. Want, want. Yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, I had a very good day. Yeah, I had a very good day today. It's uh, it's raining in my hometown, which is always a good excuse to spend the day inside. And I actually didn't have anything specific on the uh, the agenda for today, so I got stuck into a project. And I don't want to make you guys feel guilty, but I finished finished my custom comp entry today. Oh, nice! Well, I don't all feel done. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> all all done. Just have to take the photos now. So very pleased with how it all came uh-huh. together. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh huh. Oh, you'll you'll just, see it. No, that's baby. just payback for last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, very very pleased. I had some uh, some very tricky things to to overcome, and I got ninety nine percent of the way there when I completely realised that there was. Um, Something that I had forgotten, and it was something relatively complex, and I wasn't sure how I was going to get around it. But mm. um, yeah, I managed to to pull through, and I'm very pleased with the result. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's quite. Um, this this is unusual for me. This is the first figure I've ever painted uh, um, completely with a brush. Uh, I normally spray when I can get away with it because yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> um, and yeah, completely painted. 
uh, with a brush, many layers and dry brushing. And I'm really, really, really do realize just how much I enjoy customizing, but not painting. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was plenty of witty banter and intro. Uh, we are going to skip articulated news this week because the discussion topic tonight is the San Diego reveal. So there'll be plenty of news there. So we're going to kick things off with Toy of the Week. To stop the evil doomsday, you need a hero who's more than a man. Superman. He's been called the greatest, the strongest, the first among heroes. High-voltage villain Conduit is powered by Kryptonite, but with Krypton cannon blasting, laser Superman powers him down. Conduit will learn, don't mess with the S. Superman. It's the dreaded Doomsday, the most fearsome force in the universe. Even Doomsday will learn, you don't mess with the S. Superman figures each soul separately, blocks not included. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or we might talk about favourite or bizarre items from our collection. This week, we're doing rapid-fire reviews again, only this time focusing on Comic-Con exclusives. And up first is Andy. Indeed. Thank you. I'm um, starting off with a, uh, oh, one of my very few con exclusives that I actually own. This is from um, Comic-Con 2010. It's the uh, DC Universe Infinite Heroes Starro set. I'm sure uh, you guys are familiar with this, and I'm sure most people who are into comics are. It's a very yep. popular and sought-after set. Do you, either of you guys have this? I do. I don't. You do? Um, I yeah. have two. <laughs> I, have one, I, have, I have one that lives in my office at work. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, um, this is based on the uh, Brave and the Bold number 28 from March 1960. Um, it was actually the first appearance of the Justice League of America uh, where they uh, joined together to um, battle Starro the Conqueror. Of course, this original incarnation of, um, of uh, the Justice League was Green Lantern, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash and Martian Manhunter. And uh, just a bit of note for you, Andy, that, that is the first time that Aquaman actually appeared on the front cover of a comic book as well. I, I do know that. For you. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, it's a stunning set, basically. Um, it's the DC Infinite Heroes. So it's the three and three-quarter scale. Now, um, I don't own a lot of three and three-quarter stuff. I got a couple of different Martian Manhunters. That's about it, really, in that scale. But this set... It's basically set up as the cover of the comic. So um, you've got them all around Starro basically trying to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> basically, yeah, it's pretty pretty loyal to the cover. Um, it's actually one of the few things that I plan to never open because it just looks that good. Oh, yeah, you, you, you couldn't yeah. open it. You couldn't open no, it. No, it's just stunning. I know some people do, but it's just beautifully finished, absolutely beautifully finished. Um as well as as well as the setup, they've actually put in a voice chip. Now it's it's um it's voiced by Kevin Conroy, as uh, you guys would all know, is the voice of Batman on the uh, Batman animated series and the new Batman series and a couple of the the feature films and what have you. And basically, he gives a bit of a history of the first appearance of the Justice League plus an individual story on each one. I'll give you a little listen here. In the Brave and the Bold, number twenty-eight. The alien creature, Starro the Conqueror, attempts to invade Earth. Five founding members of the Justice League of America spring into action to battle the fiendish villain. <laughs> Not bad, eh? The Flash. I'll shut him yeah, up for the rest of the day. 
Well, go on, because otherwise we'll start talking about the individuals who are here all night. But, um, <laughs> no, 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 that's my favourite bit. <laughs> but uh, it's quite good too, because there's also, they've also got some coloured lights in the back of the box, so when he's talking, there's lights flashing and all that sort of stuff, just to give it a bit of, bit of extra colour. But um, if you're a fan of the Justice League at all, this is... That's what I love about the sound effects is that there's these huge gaps in between... That's right, like, yeah, You, you think he he's done. done he, 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 my kids love this thing because they love um, t- seeing how long it takes for him to get to Aquaman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, yeah. Well, mine, mine, when I got it, was I was waiting to get to Martian Manhunter. I think I went through the other four about three times before it got to... <laughs> which I was not happy about. <laughs> now, um, I actually had a friend score this for me from Comic-Con, so I got the little Starro face huggers for the oh, DCU Star Trek as well. But um, I actually gave them to our mate Eli because um, he had more of a use for them than I would, so hopefully he's, he's, uh, he's enjoying them in some form or another. I would expect what, that what he would be man. wearing them right now. Yeah, so um, it's it's uh, it, I'd say it's next to impossible to try and get this set now. I, I, it's a must-have for a Danny JLA fan, but um, I'd say if if you didn't get one close to the con, basically you've missed out. Unfortunately, I doubt very much there's any anywhere on the secondary market. Um, the well, they, beautifully they are actually out figures. there on eBay a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm they surprised. are. Yeah, I mean, not cheap, but they are out there. Yeah. They are beautifully finished figures. I don't know if I just jagged a really good set, but all of them, the paints are perfect. The whole appearance of the box is perfect. I couldn't be happier. As I said, one of the few con exclusives I own, and I'm really glad I managed to get and my hands on this one. And time. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Very good. That, that was, was a really good. long five minutes, it seems. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> No, no offence, mate, but you seem to go on forever and ever. <laughs> I, I really love that. I love that set. Like I said, I have two. I have one in my office that I often – because, you know, it's visually something that people can kind of relate to, but then it's got that history as well. Um, sure. And, you know, it's it for a line that really, you know, the Infinite Heroes did not really – um, go anywhere. Um, it's mm. one of the, you know, best looking box sets around. So at least, you know, Infinite Heroes gave us something. Yes, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thanks, Andy. All right. All right. Up next, I'm going to have a bit of a go and, uh, I'm going to be doing the Marvel Universe Sentinel that came out at the San Diego Comic Con in 2011. This and came your, out. Your time starts now. Good, thank you. Uh, this came out under the banner of Marvel Masterworks, and uh, I was very, very lucky to attend the San Diego Comic Con in 2011, so I got to pick this figure up in person. Now, the Marvel Universe Sentinel uh, followed on in the, the same format of the Galactus figure from the year before, in that the way it was presented uh, to fans was actually on a giant blister card. Uh, the blister card was very similar to the ones they used for the Marvel Universe, the three and three quarter figures, and so you can imagine that the blister card was rather large. But in order to protect the figure uh, and the blister card, it also came in its own shipping box, which was effectively a mini cardboard suitcase that was very nicely detailed with some Joe Coxader artwork, and. Uh, 
Yeah, when I went... <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I wondered if I could slip that one through. <laughs> subtle, subtle. <laughs> uh, I, I was very lucky in the way that um, I got the exclusives at San Diego. I, I breezed through the Mattel line and picked up all my Swamp Things to send out to various people. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I breezed through... Uh, <laughs> Pretty much all the lines except for Hasbro, which was nothing short of a fucking disaster. And that's a story for another day. But I did manage to get to it. And the good thing is uh, I did actually pick up two of these Sentinels. And uh, I did have grand plans to just bring them home in my luggage. But I realized pretty quickly that um, these things were gigantic. Um, In the box, uh, they are huge. So I actually opened one up and the other one I actually posted back. Now... This figure is uh, enormous. It's uh, It comes in at 37 centimetres tall, which is about 14 and a half inches. And for those of you who remember the old Toy Biz Sentinel from the Builder figure of Marvel Legends, he comes in probably at most about a third of an inch taller than that figure. They're very, very similar in scale. The difference, however, is this guy is just enormous in bulk. He's a very thick figure, very large feet and legs, uh, and he's a lot more traditionally designed than the, the toy, toy Biz one. He looks a lot closer to the original Sentinels in the way he's, um, he's designed. Now, uh, the difference between this one and the Builder figure is this one is actually electronic. Um, he has a, a rather obvious button on his chest that, um, when you press it, makes many different sounds, which I'll get to in just a second. But he also has LED eyes that light up when you press the button. Um, something else you notice about this figure is it's extremely heavy. Uh, this I don't know what they've done, whether it's solid plastic with, uh, you know, weighted sort of legs to, to hold him when he stands up. But fortunately, his feet are actually really quite big and they're quite wide. So he uh, he does actually stand very, very well and very solid. You can sort of even bump him a little bit and he, he sort of rocks back into position. So pretty much um, quite a bit of articulation, not as much as the Toy Biz one, but the, the usual things that you would imagine. You get plenty of movement in the wrist, both... Um, sort of forwards and backwards as well as left to right. You've got the, your normal articulation in the shoulders and the elbows, the ankles. They do just enough to sort of space the legs apart and, and stand him pretty sturdily. Um, I'll just get the... Uh, he says plenty of things, actually, and I, they're not too random, but I'll see what I can get him to do. So the old system breach. So this poor guy is a bit of a pessimist. Everything he seems to say seems to be in regards to being blown up or taken apart. Yeah, he's some pretty cheery fellow. Um, one thing to note about this particular Sentinel is it comes in the traditional colours. It's uh, that's is the the blue and purple paint scheme that you're familiar with. And uh, not long after San Diego, they did announce that this figure would be released at retail, but in a different colouring, and that is with a blue and silver paint job. Um, it didn't come with the blister card packaging that was the San Diego um, exclusive, but you still could pick yourself one of a, one of these figures that also came with a, um, a three and three quarter inch Wolverine figure. Um, but not, no, I think it wasn't that long ago that, um, Hasbro announced that they were also retailing the, the, this guy, the blue and purple one. But again, that was just in the, the regular retail packaging as opposed to the blister card. So, um, look, 
I'm a bit of a Sentinel fan. Um, some of you guys may who have listened to sort of the podcast for a while now have heard me mention Sentinel. Ten seconds um, left, Ben. I have many Sentinels, and uh, I honestly think this one is actually better than the original Toy Biz Sentinel. Um, I, I, I like it that much, and wow. I'm going to give this guy nine and nine and a half out of ten dollies. And time. Awesome. Oh, Andy didn't give his a rating. How many dollies for Storo? I didn't think we were giving ratings. Well, tonight. we just did. So, oh, so just, oh okay. Re- retrospectively, um, rate, please. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd give it a nine out of ten. I um, my only real beef with it is is the voice chipper sort of. Um, I love it, but it's sort of um, you've got to go through the whole thing to get to the bits you want to hear. So, other than that, I reckon it's a beautiful kit. So, nine nine out of ten for me. Okay, very nice, very nice. All right, Scott, you're lucky last. What have you got for us? Well, I'll start the clock first of all. Great. Now, my rapid fire review is a bit of a tale, just to remind us that not all con exclusives are uh, necessarily nines out of ten. Okay, <laughs> so I'm reviewing the Hasbro Marvel Legends She Hulk. Uh, exclusive box set, which is from 2007, so going a bit of a way back. Now, She-Hulk has yet to have a, a really proper Marvel Legends treatment in my eyes. We've had the kind of savage one from the 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 Fing Fang Foom line, which is pretty good. Um, I didn't mind that buck. I, I didn't think that was too bad. No, it, was, it wasn't too bad. The hair was a bit Medusa-ish. That was my kind of issue with that. Th- this, in theory, could have been something great because I loved She-Hulk's run on Fantastic Four. Um, I love everything that John Byrne has done with She-Hulk. And if you looked, first of all, at the um, outside white box of this, you might think that you're getting something along that line. It's not John Byrne art, but it is, you know, pretty close. Her hair is out. She looks like, you know, what uh, um, She-Hulk looked like in the Fantastic Four. Um, You know, this is very exciting. Then once you open things up, that's where things start to go a little bit wrong with this particular thing. First of all, what we actually get is She-Hulk with a a ponytail, um, which is not something that I can say is very iconic to me. In fact, I can't think of a single time I've seen her uh, with with a ponytail. We get a a head sculpt that doesn't look anything like She-Hulk at all. It, it, It really looks like it must have been borrowed from from something else um we get this is a a a dress em up she hulk that comes with her fantastic four uniform um but not looking not looking great Um, but then you also have the opportunity to dress her up like jennifer walters the lawyer so you have a, a a cloth jacket and a cloth skirt and a little faux leather briefcase um, glasses that you can put on so she can look all lawyerish. Um, she, you know, they, they really put a lot of effort into this in terms of the uh, additions. There's separate swap out hands and feet for the different versions. So you've got white gloved hands and white joggers on the feet for the Fantastic Four version. And then you can swap those out for green skin hands and feet in high heels for the lawyer version. Um, and there's the briefcase that I mentioned before. The the jacket has buttons on it. Um, but where this thing just, you know, goes completely wrong for me is that the head sculpt looked absolutely nothing 
like She-Hulk. The oh. hairstyle is nothing like She-Hulk. Um, the paint isn't fabulous um, on the, the blue bits of the Fantastic Four. They've done a, a strange thing with the emblem on her, um, the Fantastic Four emblem, where they've put this seam right through the middle of it that's, that is a sculpted seam that's part of the um, outfit. Um, but it, it means that um, you can't actually... Uh, you know, look, look at the thing properly, which is incredibly mm. disappointing. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know if, if you have this, Andy. No, mate, no. No, no. Well, um, I'm glad looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a pretty, pretty disappointing, um, thing. Something that I actually didn't get this at the time. I got it on eBay without ever kind of looking at proper pics of it, obviously, because I just thought, oh yeah, this will be, you know, this will be great. And, um, it just wasn't. <laughs> so ah. a bit of a cautionary tale for con exclusives, just because it's a con exclusive doesn't mean that it's actually any good. Um, and if you are thinking of tra- tracking down past con exclusives on the secondary market, I would steer right away from this one. Um, we're still in, in my view, still waiting for that proper Marvel Legends She-Hulk. Yeah, it was nicely done. Set the packaging's lovely. Um, you know, it's that the, kind of the beginning of what Hasbro did with those early bits of Marvel Legends. There's a nice window box in there, and you really couldn't fault them on all of the pack-ins, but definitely for um, the final execution, uh, not good. So I'm going to have to – look, I'll give this a, a 5 out of 10 dollies. And uh, the five is really for the effort with all the pack-ins. Fair enough. If she actually looked like the picture on the shiver box, she'd be a fantastic-looking figure, wouldn't she? Exactly. The, <laughs> the, the outside box is fa- – oh, that's, that ti- that's time for me. The, the outside oh. of the box is fantastic. Um, but the, the, in oh. terms of that art that's there, you look at that and think, oh, yeah, this is going to be fantastic because the hair is out, like I said. Then you look inside and no. Well, thanks for that, Scott. I think that was quite possibly your best review to date. And uh, that wraps up the Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. In trouble! Scramble the Storm Eagle! A G.I. Joe Storm Eagle has a hidden water cannon that shoots up to 20 feet. But the Cobra Liquidator's making a splash and the Parasite's launching catapult missiles. Mobilize the Patriot! It's the G.I. Joe Patriot with a huge mortar cannon that really fires! G.I. Joe Patriot, Storm Eagle, Cobra, Parasite, and Liquidator sold separately. I found the Barracuda! But Duke's gone. So glad you could join us. <laughs> well, we're all here because we collect, so feeding the addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisition or pre-orders that we've made. So I'm actually going to go first this week, and I was uh, pretty lucky in getting my latest shipment from the DC Infernal Crisis subscription. Um, I was actually quite surprised because uh, you get your shipping notification and because we are at the arse end of the earth, it takes some time to get here and you kind of forget about it. So it's actually quite a pleasant surprise when you go to the post office and there's this really nondescript box and uh, mine actually came through from some fellow named David Chen and uh, I was completely thrown by it. So it's obviously shipping directly from China. But anyway, I got my... um, Yeah, that's right. I was quite surprised. It obviously hasn't come from the US, but from directly from China. Um, I'm not going to complain because shipping was $9 for both figures, uh, which is 
that's what you'd actually pay in the US as well. So uh, that's a bit of a win. But I got my club figure of the month, which is Atrocitus. And uh, look, he's a, you know, he's a nice-looking figure, but uh, I think we've talked about this figure to death, um, certainly the fact that he comes with two hands that um, can't hold the lantern that he comes with. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a bit mm-hmm. of a gem. So I'm going to move right along to the uh, subscription exclusive figure, and that is Metron. And he is just fantastic. Uh, this figure, beautiful. Love it. Um, really pleased with it. So, um, yeah, I got those two. And also my Toys R Us, uh, my local mall actually, is, was having a sale, which is really unusual because Toys R Us don't generally have sales. and. Yeah. They've still got some dregs from various waves that went on sale, and so I picked up some Green Lantern Classics Manhunters that were uh, a steal at just $8 each. They had three of them on the shelf, so I picked up all three for my army building. So, yeah, not a bad, oh, awesome. uh, D- yeah, not a bad DC Universe Classics week for me. Cool. cool. Yeah. Scott, what did you pick up this week? Well, I, you've got me excited that my internal... <laughs> internal... <laughs> you're fired now my whatever it is infinite crisis no that's not what, what is it called Inf- uh, club, club infinite earths good so grief yes. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, i like my version better you're fired um mm. yeah you've got me excited that mine might be waiting at the post office now because i didn't get there at the end of last week but what i did get was my bowen juggernaut statue um Ooh. which is awesome awesome <laughs> awesome awesome um it's heavy oh my goodness um and uh yeah i mean i'll i'll get some photos up and i'll do a review of it obviously but it is great fun i'm not regretting deciding to get this one instead of chasing down the really expensive original one on ebay um it 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 will fit with other things, I've actually got it up on a top shelf at the moment just because I've got to do a bit of juggling. You know, right when I got all the display all perfect, you know, then you get something new that throws everything into chaos. Um, so, yeah, but no, it, look, it really is great. Very happy with it. And I also got the um, Kotobukiya Marvel Bishoju Electra, um, which I haven't opened yet because she she seems really big that that line just to me is all over the place in scale mm-hmm. and um yeah. I, so i haven't had a chance to look at it properly yet but if she's not if she doesn't fit with other stuff i'm going to sell her because i don't love that character that much um so it l- looks yeah. very very good um but you know the, this i just haven't been able to fully reconcile myself to the different scales um in that line it's mm-hmm. kind of killing it a bit for me so it was Miss Marvel that was the, the first really odd one, wasn't it? Well, she was. Sort there, of... I mean, there are kind of two. The Black Cat was the first one that came out where I thought, "Oh, this is weird. She seems bigger than the others." And then, but Miss Marvel is a scale all of her own. She's huge, absolutely huge. Mm. Um, so that that to me had to either be a production error or I have no idea um, whether they were just testing the water for, "Hey, what do you like here?" But it just looks bizarre. So I don't know. I'm too yeah. OCD to. <laughs> you know, because you can't display them together when you've got something, someone like Mystique or X-23 that are kneeling and they're taller than some of the original ones that are standing. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I haven't had a chance to get Electra out of the box and compare her um, scale-wise yet. So but that that was my haul this week. Very good. And Andy? Cool. Yeah, I actually got something too. Strange as it may seem. <laughs> so I, um, my, uh, my, my good friend over in America um, actually sent me the email the other week um, about the 
the latest um, movie masters figures for the Dark Knight Rises. Um, just email me to let me know that you picked me up Alfred, Catwoman and Bane because he knows I don't want to buy multiples of the same character. I just want one of each and uh, they turned up a couple of days ago. Um, Very nice. Yeah, I really wanted to have a full set of characters from the, the this uh, trilogy of movies um, without going the uh, the one six scale route, so to speak. So um, this rounds it out nicely. Um, I got the for anyone who's interested in the variants, I got Catwoman with the goggles up. Um, it doesn't really bother me either way. It's just like a representation. I'm happy. Um, yep. Alfred. He's not a great likeness for um, for my old mate Michael Caine, but he's good enough for me. I'm just impressed they actually did one. <laughs> and uh, Bane looks good, you know. You know, it's still still adjusting to the whole uh, the Bane that doesn't look like a massive Mexican wrestler, but you know, it's still an impressive <laughs> yeah, looking figure. He's not very old Santo, is he? No, he doesn't not look at much. all. <laughs> But, um, yeah. you know, I mean, I saw a thing on, online about the movie the other day. They got a whole bunch of critics and whatever. They got to go and get a, a sneak preview of it, and they, they were all raving about it. So I'm very excited for the end of end of next week <laughs> to go mm. and see it. So, but, um, yeah, no, it, so that, that set of rounds out my movie master set nicely. I just need to get a version of Liam Neeson now, and, and I'll have everyone. So, and without having to buy... Doubles. The only double I got, I ended up with two, two Batman in the uh, second movie costume. But um, other than that, I didn't end up with any doubles, which I'm pretty proud of. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me this week. So yeah. Well, that's a good haul for anyway. you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if no one has any other items to report after this short break, we're going to come back with the next instalment of Name That. Hello, once again, it's your creepy uncle from the Toy Isle Engineer Nerd. When I last I left you, we were playing this sound. And if you guessed, like Hyperion and Scotty from the four AFB forum did, that this was a Star Trek tricorder, you would be correct. And congratulations to both of them. This week I'm going back to a commercial... And it sounds like this. That gyro power sends him over a hundred feet at top speed. And he's not through yet. And one more time. That gyro power sends him over a hundred feet at top speed. And he's not through yet. As always, if you have a guess, come over to the AFB forum and leave us your guess. Um, and come visit me at TV and Film Toys. Peace out, people. What is this bizarro world? Red Card is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or worse. And handing out the penalty this week is Scott, so over to you. Thank you, Ben. 
You know, sometimes we have to kind of put a lot of thought and look into working out what might be a red card. And sometimes they just kind of hand themselves to us on a silver platter. And <laughs> you can often thank eBay for yeah. that. And we have eBay to thank for our red card tonight. This is a very interesting auction. The auction name is just Silver Surfer. Um, but this isn't your average Silver Surfer. Oh, no. Um, this is uh, – I'm just going to read the description to you, okay? Life-size silver surfer made into a zombie by a Maryland artist. The surfboard is nine feet long and two feet wide at its widest. The whole thing on the base stands approximately six feet high at the tip of the backhand. Blah, blah, blah. It comes apart in pieces for transport but weighs at least a couple of hundred pounds altogether for local pickup only. Now, we've worked out we think what this is is actually a cinema prop from the Fantastic Four 2 movie Rise of the Silver Surfer um, where there were life-size silver surfers out in theaters and someone has taken one of these and um, customized, I don't know is the right word, but has... <laughs> turned it into a a zombie silver surfer complete with blood stains and wounds and what looks like it looks like he's holding a heart in his hand and uh, he also has a zombified face complete with skeleton teeth and stuff <laughs> I, I'm not, I, you know, it really is you know, now we, we actually caught this last week and uh held it over for this week and uh it has um you know, shockingly even though it was up for the reasonable buy it now price of one thousand five hundred dollars us um nobody bought it and it has been relisted and the starting bids now down to us 750 oh so, yeah if anyone oh. you know wants a a life-size zombified silver surfer um complete with realistic looking blood then there's still time to go out and grab one um unless of course you know someone someone might between now and when this recording gets up might you know jump in and use the buy it now for the 1500 yeah yeah ben i I just i don't know what what to say i can't even remember how how we came across it but the amount of effort they've actually gone through, it's actually sort of quite impressive. You mentioned the, the decayed face and, and you can see the, the jawbone and the teeth are all sort of uh, evident and, you know, there's a pile of goop, you know, flesh kind of stuff sitting on the uh, the surfboard, etc. Yeah, and so other, other bones and stuff on the surfboard as well. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah. clearly gone through a great deal of effort to, to do this uh, and you just have to say why. <laughs> I mean, does, does Silver Surfer, I mean, he's, does he even have, you know, goop, bones, whatever? I mean, what? you know, he's he's imbued with the power cosmic. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, yeah. uh, I mean, there's so many ha- questions to ask here. One, one is, sure. you know, I mean, did someone make this for their own amusement and then decide to sell it? Or, you know, which is kind of maybe a little bit more understandable than, you know, did someone make this thinking that they were actually going to make money off of it? I do wonder whether the person has actually, the the artist, apparently it it has been done by an artist as opposed to just a hobbyist. Uh, And I wonder whether Uh the, uh, the artist has actually done it for an exhibition of some description and it's been some sort of entry or feature piece or something like that and... 
yeah, now they've got hold of it and they're just trying to sell it. But uh, I think you certainly would have had more chance of selling it in its original condition than the condition it's currently in. Yeah. And I, do, I don't find very reassuring either the fact that the seller has zero feedback on eBay. <laughs> 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 that's, that's always an alarm bell, but particularly when you're buying, you know, $1,500 um, Silver Surfer Zombies. Well, that's uh, rather interesting, and one wonders what you would actually do with this item if you did acquire it. I, I'm trying to imagine if you were to have your new boss over for dinner, and when the <laughs> when, when your boss and their partner walked in and saw this thing sitting in the living room, whether you'd actually be welcome at work on the following Monday. So, but anyway, look, we've uh, <laughs> dedicated enough time to this disaster. So, moving right well, along. I have a question though. Uh oh, look at I have a question though. You know, the silver surfer screaming through space as he does. How does this little pile of entrail snacks manage to stay on the surfboard like that? <laughs> Stop it with yeah. your logic. And whose entrails actually are they? Yeah. It's, uh, Enough oh, of this not. trying to make sense of things, you crazy people. <laughs> mm. All right. Crazy, Sorry. crazy stuff. But. <laughs> Coming up after that well-deserved fail is our discussion topic of the week. They're going to fight! They're going to fight! I thought Daniel wouldn't fight! He's got no choice! Justin, you must fight to the finish. Remember, Daniel, son, true strength comes from heart. He's going to do it! Discover the secrets of karate with Karate Kid Cry Action Figures. Concentrate, Daniel, son. They chop, twist, and kick. Karate Kid Cry Action figures are each sold separately. And for more action, look for the Karate Kid Competition Center from Remco. Our discussion topic of the week this week is the San Diego Comic-Con 2012 and the reveals. As we record this episode of the AFB podcast, the San Diego Comic-Con for 2012 is well underway. And STCC has now become the stage for some of fandom's biggest product reveals as companies use the event to showcase their new lines and items. And we're going to take a look at just some of these items and discuss what it means for us as collectors and, of course, give you our five cents worth. And first up is Sideshow Collectibles. Now, Sideshow displayed an awful lot of reveals on preview night. That was on Wednesday. And one of the things that I was quite surprised to see, because I wasn't aware that they were in the works, was the 1-6 collectible action figures from DC. Guys, did you actually know these were coming? Um, They were talked about when... Sideshow first got the DC license, but that was so long ago, I think it, you're entitled to have forgotten. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I certainly had, I do now remember that, but I had forgotten them. And, um, yeah, in Sideshow, we got to see a uh, couple of shots of, now let's see, there was a Superman, a Batman, a Harlequin. Catwoman. Uh, and Catwoman. a Catwoman. Yeah, what did, you, uh, what did you think, guys? I, I mean, look, they look great. Um, you know, in the last kind of year, I have sold all of my DC Direct 13-inch figures, except for Aquaman, of course, and I've just finished selling all my Hot Toys um, because I've decided that, you know, I don't really like 12-inch articulated figures with cloth costumes as much as I like statues, so <laughs> you know, certainly won't be going down that road again. I think the head sculpts look fantastic to me, um, mm. and... Um, definitely a step up from the DC Direct ones. But, um, yeah, 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 definitely not a road that I will be going down um, unless they make Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. I'd actually be interested to yeah. see the price point on these. So, yeah, Andy, what about yeah. you? 
Yeah, no, I was impressed. I was quite impressed with them. I think they've done a great job. I had forgotten they were going to do these two. They'd announced the license, but um, um, at the same time, I won't be collecting them. I've only got a couple of six-scale superheroes. Got a both DC Direct. I've got a, um, a Kingdom Come Superman, and then a Rock, Alex Ross Batman, and a Martian Manhunter, of course. And uh, of course. That, yeah, of course, and that, that's that's enough for me. I, I think the detailing looks great. The costumes look great. Um, they've definitely done a good job. But yeah, I won't be going down that path myself either. But um, I, I more thought... power to them. I think they look fantastic. Oh, there's a Joker as well. I'm yeah, just looking that's at right. Yeah. 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 yeah, the Joker head sculpt I think looks fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. like for for a six scale. Yeah, that that's yeah. really impressive. And um, yeah, and if they applied the depth to this that they have to Star Wars, well, you know, know, they could really do a lot. And perhaps if they got into some, you know, unusual characters, that would, you know, might cause me to look twice. But certainly, you know, there's enough Mm. happening, and and I'm definitely interested in some of their other DC stuff, so I will save my money for that. Yeah, Yeah. the other thing I I thought was quite interesting is they're clearly classic uh, in appearance. There's certainly no sign of DC new, and... Uh, so, you know, I'll no, give them props right. for that. Yeah. All right, well, moving forward, uh, still sticking to yeah. DC, we got to see uh, a few more previews of the DC quarter-scale premium format statues. We yeah. had the solicitation yeah. for Poison Ivy and then most recently Batman, but uh, we finally got to see Superman in full, and uh, I-, I was blown away. I-, I think Superman just looks astonishing, very impressed. Oh, stunning, yeah. 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 yeah, and Green Lantern too we saw as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, look, Superman. I I agree. I you know I think that I'm really impressed with it, just like I was with Batman. Um, Green Lantern, I think, is going to be a pass for me. Um, it's a very odd one, isn't it? It is. I, I think that you know, there's something. I mean, obviously, we need to see kind of the full solicits, but it, there's just something about the kind of finish that I'm not really grabbed by and also i think his kind of musculature in the in you know his abs or there's something really weird happening there yeah yeah but i had a bit of a thing about this and i i think where they're coming from at least you know, my opinion is that uh superman and batman have got the cloth, cloth costumes because that's actually what they wear but if we're playing on the whole green lantern movie concept then if uh, hal jordan makes his costume basically you know, based on willpower using the green energy of the ring then i guess using a cloth finish would look a bit unusual yeah the, the yeah. energy construct the fist thing looks fantastic Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I w- I'm not going to say no to it until I kind of see the solicits properly. But um, mm. it, you know, it didn't, um, it didn't look to me like something. Whereas Batman and Superman, I look at and go, you know what? I just there's no way I cannot order these. <laughs> you know, like um, because I know that they're they're two um, figures that if you look at yeah, the original Captain America and Thor premium format. Um, sideshow figures, you cannot get them for under $1,500 on eBay. Mm. And I, I I suspect that Superman and Batman are going to be the same. And so they're not yeah. the kind of um, characters that you can think, oh, well, you know, if I end up liking these, I can go back and pick those up at some point. If you want them, you need to order them now. So, yeah, you know, I just kind of decided in the end, you know, I'm not going to get caught out. 
um, I know that I'm going to want these, so I'm just going to get them now while I can flex pay them and um, <laughs> you know, um, not have to pay secondary prices for it. Um, but it's not yeah. a line that I can afford to be completest with. So if something doesn't really grab me, like, you know, the Green Lantern, then, well, that might just have to be missed. Mm. Andy, do you think this is the sort of thing that you'd be tempted if they really nailed the Martian Manhunter? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Short answer, yes. Yes, if they got him right, I'd be I'd be a very happy camper. But, um, yeah, that's the only way I could lure, they could lure me into these. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think you'll be waiting Statues a while. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. He's sort of being pushed out of the new universe. He's being pushed into the storm watch. He's not getting much of a look in there, really, from what I can gather. So <laughs> he's, he's, it's a shame because, you know, he's been he's been a stayer all the way through in all the incarnations of the league. But, yeah, um, I, just, but, I just think he's going to be he's going to be passed over. Although, I mean, they are uh, certainly... It's, sorry, it's certainly hmm. they are looking like, you know, they're dealing with the classic versions mm. of things and mm. so hopefully um they will stick to that and if they do well then you know he might get a look in i think that people are gonna be looking at you know the, the justice league um yeah. you know founding members as a, a idea of a kind of set and so you know you might see them sooner rather yeah. than later along those lines yeah. mm. the one that caught me out a bit was the Catwoman. actually you sort of when I came across the first picture first, oh, this looks pretty good. And I scrolled down. She's got these massive moon boots on. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to figure she's out where the hell Yeah, she's the half scale. That's what I thought. Yeah. But yes. uh, yeah. I don't know what the boots are. They just seem completely impractical for a cat burglar. But anyway. <laughs> I digress. I say, <laughs> when I first saw these, uh, I was certainly blown away and... Uh, Batman in particular was pretty much perfect in my opinion, and mm. I think if the if the craftsmanship, the paintwork, etc., holds up uh, to to the concept, then I think they've really got a masterpiece on their hands. And I have to say that while I'm fence sitting on on ordering these, I saw Catwoman. I thought, oh no, you know, if I was going to be a completist, this is just going to be um, this is going to be a, yeah. a wallet. Killer. So when I saw that Catwoman was actually half scale, I breathed a sigh of relief and thought, oh, at least it's going to be a while before we see a Catwoman. Yeah. So, because look, I, I think this is perfect. What, what Batman, you know, deciding to pull the trigger on Batman, um, has made me think, oh dear, you know, should I be getting Joker? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to get Poison Ivy unless I want a divorce. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, in fact, I showed my um. Uh, nine-year-old, the po- picture of Poison Ivy the other day, and I said, what do you think about it? And she said, I don't like it. And I said, why? And she said, her boobs are too big. <laughs> <laughs> See, but, a woman would say that, but I, a man would never say that. Well, do you know what What actually, for me, I don't actually like the the way that they've made her, you know, midriff bare. Um, yeah, it's an interesting oh, yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's the thing that to me, I think, you know what, just in terms of I know where my wife stands on stuff and where, you know, and and I do, you know, I've got two young girls in the house and that sort of thing, and I've got to have a line at some point, you know, which is why yeah. I could never have a Adam Hughes, Emma Frost comic catch or, you know, that sort of thing as much as I might personally like it because it just kind of crosses that line. Yeah. And for me, I think that, uh, you know, I wish that they hadn't done that because I think I I would buy this, I think, now that I've decided to get Batman if not for that, but that just pushes it over the line from something that yeah. I can justify to something that, well, I can't really justify. I could stick a post-it note over that bit, um, <laughs> a green one even, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I've got to give him. I've got to give him props on the capes for Batman and Superman too. Oh just, yes. Yeah. 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 They look something... amazing. They do, and something I'm quite curious about is the the Batman figure, sorry, the Batman statue, the Sideshow exclusive comes with a swap-out hand that is holding a Batarang, so you can Mm -hmm. have a choice of uh, a Batarang or a fist, and I'm quite curious what they'll actually do for the Superman statue since he isn't exactly known for that sort of thing. The Batman also, even the regular version, comes with two heads. Hmm. So hmm. it is possible that we might see a second head for Superman. Yeah, interesting. I mean, one of the options I was thinking was the swap out S logo for the um, the Kingdom Come. But anyway, <gasps> <that's>... sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, yeah, sacrilege. No, no. <laughs> uh, we could certainly spend quite a while on, on Sideshow alone. I think we saw some other really interesting stuff, including a, a Sideshow premium format Deadpool statue, oh, which are. I think is actually quite um, quite impressive. I think the choice of having him holding his rubber chicken was uh, quite <laughs> quite funny, and uh, I just like that little bit of creativity. And it doesn't actually spoil a statue. And I'm actually going to assume that that is actually the exclusive. That there's a, a swap out hand or something like yeah, the that. Yeah, swap out chicken mm. exclusive. Awesome. Yeah, you're not going to move. Yeah, well, you're not going to move away from Sign Show without mentioning that uh, that Hulk. <laughs> no, and geez, what oh. a stunning statue that one is. The colouring, the the finish on the paintwork is just gorgeous. Um, we're talking about the new movie Hulk comicette, which uh, mm. is the next in a series after the uh, Scarlett Johansson Black Widow statue that was solicited a few a few weeks or a month or so ago. And uh, wow, what a statue! The detail is just amazing. Uh, very I love the musculature. The musculature is not overdone. It's just you know, it's yeah. oh, these are quarter stunning scale, piece right? of work. Uh, no, I got the impression that they were smaller, oh, but okay. um, but then again, you mentioned a few weeks ago that you thought that sideshow was just generally moving to that scale. Yeah, because so. I think the um, the Black Widow movie premium format is quarter scale, so I would have thought maybe they all are. Mm, well, that's interesting. It'll be interesting to That'd find out. And well, it would be. And I was actually really impressed with the the pose mm. that they got. Is uh, generally that you know the Hulk is usually only pictured in sort of three or four different poses, and he mm. starts to get a bit um, repetitive. But uh, oh, they made this one quite fresh. Oh, I was quite quite impressed. It, that is the sort of thing that you could really put in alongside comic figures. You know, mm, in, that's exactly you know, while, right, while yeah. the other ones are obviously yeah. very movie specific, you know, that mm. one, if you had a, um, you know, some other comic premium formats, depending on what the scale is like, you could put that in and, um, Absolutely. You know, it would work. Yeah, yeah. All right, look, we'll, um, we might move on from Sideshow. We could certainly spend quite a, a lot of time talking about them. And let's move on to the uh, dun, 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 DC Collectibles, hey. as they're now yes. known. And, um, look, I, I don't need to spend a lot of time on DC Collectibles, mainly because I was no. uh, very disappointed in general. Um, they gave us some clear sh- shots of the the new cover girls of the DC Universe statues. Uh, we got the DC new Wonder Woman solicited some time ago and now the Catwoman. Uh, still not impressed. Now I've seen clear photos. Um, not, not blown away by that at all. We got some new DC new busts, including Captain Marvel. Um, uh, I don't know. Can someone take this one? Because I just I don't know that I can actually come don't up with like any it? words. Um, 
Nah, I think it's but horrible. Have you, have you been reading the Captain Marvel or the, the Shazam backups in Justice League? Uh, no, a couple okay. of issues behind. I mean, it is a yeah. I I I don't mind it. I think it's um it, it's true to uh, what they're doing with him in the comics. Yeah. Um, but he looks like a wrestler with a <laughs> towel on his head. <laughs> He does. He looks like some kind of El Santo who's, you know, coming out of his corner to take on, you know, I just, I don't know. It's just, uh, no, not, not, the, not impressed. The one that I really liked um, is the Blue Beetle bust. This is Blue Beetle 3, the mm. Jaime Reyes um, bust, but that's one that, yep. you know, yep. it's not a, he hasn't really been redesigned for the new 52. It's one that will fit in quite nicely um, with existing busts. And I guess the one bright side for me, of what they're doing is that, you know, I'm glad that they are still doing busts and I can pass the new 52 designs that I don't like. Um, but if they yeah. still come out with the occasional character like this, that's never been done as a statue before and I can slot that into my collection. Well then, you know, I'm still building the collection a bit, but I'm not forking out a lot of money cause I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't rule anything out just cause it's new 52, but if it's a repeat character with a design that I don't like as much, that I'm not obviously not going to buy it. Um, you know, the, yeah. the poison yeah. Ivy cover girls, um, statue, I think is quite good looking. Um, I'm happy with my existing one. I'm mm. not going to buy it, but if I didn't have, if I didn't have one already, exactly. well, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that one. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. the one yeah. DC collectibles yeah. highlight for me, um, was the fact that they still are doing Batman black and white, statues from classic mm-hmm. base, you know, bases. Yeah. Um, I really like that line. I don't collect all of it, but I do have a few. And um, I'm really looking forward to the Bane that's coming out. And one new one that we got a glimpse of um, is a, a Batman Beyond, which is not necessarily a favorite character of mine, but the sculpt for this is just fantastic. He's doing a handstand. And um, I, uh, I yeah, love it. Yeah. You know, so that that's one that you know I saw that and thought, great, sold right away. I, I don't know why we still have, don't have a Robin in that line or a Nightwing, um, but you know that that's one that I was really happy to see. Yeah, I think the highlight for me was certainly the they have. I mean, we've already seen the solicitations for the Alfred E. Newman Just Us Heroes, the Mad Parody figures. Yeah. Um, I missed most of those when they first came out and they're not only difficult to get on the secondary market because of the price but also just the availability it's very rare that they do come up so the fact that these updated versions uh, are coming out is um is very cool but one thing i actually noticed is uh, i can't remember which forum i was reading but someone was actually talking to one of the dc guys and they mentioned that they had actually sculpted a cyborg and swamping version of alfred e newman and if the line does actually uh-huh, sell okay. well enough, they'll actually put those into production for uh, a further wave. So, wow. so guys, go out, buy them for me, so I can get myself a cyborg uh, and a swamp sorry, thing. No. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, moving right along. Did anyone see the ninety dollars dark side Good figure? Grief. Yeah. yeah. Ninety bucks. Um, one thing that I. 
Oh, look, to be fair, um, the figure is enormous. It is uh, Apparently it's about 13 inches tall or something like that. It's twice the height of, um, of a regular action figure. And uh, it's not the price that actually throws me because, I mean, people have been online have been up in arms and, and threatening violence and whatnot because of a $90 action figure. But people don't seem to have a problem paying two or three times you in the same oh. scale which is kind of odd i think um I, I don't know for me this just seems all kinds of wrong just because of the scale um you know i think mattel nailed it with their collect and connect dark side so whose idea it was to come out with a, a 13 inch dark side figure i, I don't well, know i mean That's, i don't know is he no. is he being shown like that in the new 52 has he turned into a giant in the new 52 well, no, I mean he certainly appeared in mm. Justice League, and I didn't get the impression that he was thirteen <laughs> feet tall. Um, no, that's right. Because that's, that's right. what that's what they're yeah, basically exactly. implying that they're actually saying that he's twelve to thirteen yeah. feet tall. Yeah. Um, not to mention it's the whole new Daco, and um, look, it's one. I mean, arguably you could say none of the characters needed a revamp of their costumes, but this is one revamp that I am just no, not sold no. on at all. Um, when no. you get these guys who are nine vulnerable, and all of a sudden they have to start wearing armor plates, <laughs> it's like, um, why? Um, you know, yeah, he doesn't exactly. even have to wear clothes theoretically. Oh, I'm so. glad he does, though. I'm uh, glad he does. <laughs> Um, I, I, look, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we we actually gave the red card last week to the DC Collectibles announcement of the new Green Lantern three and three quarter action figure line because it was actually a convention exclusive. Now um, we may have been a, a bit bit premature in awarding that red card because some of the information that's filtered through has been around the fact that uh, DC Collectibles want to be respectful to what Mattel is doing, so they're they're not out to come up with competing lines or anything like that. Um, but one little bit of information was that the reason this is a convention exclusive is just yeah, a gauge interest, yeah. and I think that is something yeah. to talk yeah. about. Well, I mean, we saw a preview there of quite a number of figures, and basically what mm. they've said is that the only ones That's that right. are confirmed at this point are the ones that they're selling now, which is the Carl Rayner and Kilowog pack, and then a John Stewart and... Atrocitus pack, isn't it, for New York Comic Con, um, or mm-hmm. New York Comic Con or Toy Fair? Anyway, something New Yorkish. Um, and then beyond that, it will depend on how they sell. If they sell out, then we might see them online. So, you know, that's it's still going to stop me from collecting it because I'm not going to spend money on, you know, those um, exclusives. And I don't yeah. really need any more DC three and three quarter figures. Um, but if they, yeah. if they you know, do well. Um, I mean, I wonder how much uh, life that Green Lantern stuff has in it, in that, you know, it, it was the big thing for DC a couple of years ago. Um, it certainly, you know, hasn't gotten much buzz. The Green Lantern stuff for me hasn't had a lot of buzz in the New 52 compared to other stuff. Um, so, you know, mm. it'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, people do seem to go mad for the Rainbow Lantern stuff, so... Yeah, interesting, given that there are still Green Lantern movie three and three-quarter figures everywhere in, in dump bins and on sale everywhere. Uh, it's an interesting yeah. choice. Uh, mm. All right. Well, we might move along from DC 
collectibles and move on to something I'm pretty excited about, and that is Mattel. Uh, our friends at Mattel, they've copped a bit of a beating over the last 12 months with the decision to cease production on DC Universe Classics and rebrand the line in a more retail-friendly form. They tried oh. to satisfy collectors by doing the Club Infernal Crisis uh, offering. <laughs> but... Um, We've had some pretty amazing information come thick and fast from Mattel over the last sort of 36 hours, and uh, I have to say I'm blown away by yeah. quite a lot of it. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to kick off with a couple of the smaller things and uh, just mm-hmm. get your thoughts. And the first is a line of six is based on the 1966 Batman property. Yes. Very interesting. There's no <laughs> pictures for well, no, pictures forthcoming as of oh, yet. Oh, we've seen but, that um, Yeah. Still very exciting. I mean, a lot of people are screaming. Yeah, You've seen saw, the Batman. There's a pic of the Batman up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, is there? Yeah. Well, it's just a, it was a really shady little that. screen. Yeah, from, from the, the presentation, but, I believe. Um, mm. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's just, okay. Well, it's very exciting. I mean, a lot of people have been clamoring for 66 Batman toys forever. So, yeah, um, yeah. If they do this well, it's going to take off for them, guarantee it. I mean, it will be, it will be the old, older collectors again, you know. I can't see the youngsters going after them, but sorry. But how much of say? this do you, do you think is actually out of nostalgia? How much of it is actually because there's so little um, 66 Batman merchandise out there uh, that people just want it because there's none to get, and then now that it's available, are people really going to go berserk? Uh, I think I think they'll sell well. No, that's a fair, fair question. Yeah. But I think they will sell. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd love I'd love to have a uh, you know a one twelve scale Batmobile with a Batman and Robin in it from that era. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Mm. Oh, more more uh, about that later. <laughs> no, no, I said one twelve scale. So the oh, one twelve. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, so yes. It takes yes. up the less room. <laughs> so yes. Uh, what about the uh, the Young Justice? Movies? I'm very happy about that. I, you know, because that is, mm, you know, yes. that was my big concern when they announced it wasn't going ahead. Was are we going to be left with a incomplete team? And you know, we tried to ask that through the Ask Maddie stuff and never got an answer. So, um, you know, good on them. Good on them mm. for, um, you know, making an attempt to try and finish off the team. That's that's really good. So we're talking there about the yeah. Superboy yeah. and Miss oh, Martian two pack. Miss Martian, that's right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And I think she, yeah, absolutely. I think she looks fantastic. Yeah. The, the only thing that I mean, you know, if you're going to quibble with that, that they've made all of the rest of them in their costumes from the first season, and then they've made her in the second yeah. season costume. But that's okay. <laughs> At least they're making her. Yeah, well, I think that's more of. I think that's more of a case than just wanting to get her out there with, with what mm. they've got available. So just to finish yeah. it off. So. But I'll be getting it. That's one I'll be going after. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go after yeah. Martin. How unusual. Yeah, well my you know, my older daughter has been collecting all the young justice stuff and so um when I told her about this today she was really happy. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, there were certainly uh, some releases, uh, sorry, some previews and some information about the the equivalent, what is it now, the DC All-Stars, the new retail line, uh, six-inch line. Uh, DC 
Unlimited. DC Unlimited. Mm, how original. Look, I, I'm going to bypass that because I didn't think there was much there that was worth uh, mentioning because I think the real news came certainly from the Club Infinite Earths news. We were promised by Mattel or by Maddie that we were going to see the remaining figures of the 2012 season. And we did, but we also got a preview on some of the 2013 figures. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm just blown away. I'm really thrilled. Yep. Yep. It's it's um yeah, way yeah, more than what I thought that we would get. The the I think yes. that finally um, they've done their research and I think they knew some of the names that they needed to tick off this list to keep people um, in. And I don't think they could have done much better to be yeah. honest. I mean, obviously people are gonna um, pick at it, and you know some people are never going to be happy. But for me, there's enough um, things there from finishing off, you know, metal men to, you know, adding more doom patrol um, with Elastigirl, which people have been talking about as a possible collect and connect right from the beginning Mm. of DC universe classics. Um, You know, elongated man, phantom stranger, you know, it really, uh, it's very, very impressive. It is, and I think what's disappointing for me is the vitriol that was thrown at Mattel. Uh, you know, the the negativity that that was shown in that we never got mm-hmm. these figures to complete um, teams, and it was always we, we're going to get stuck with these incomplete teams. And Mattel, you suck because you're never going to finish anything you start. And then they go and announce these figures, and you are going to get complete teams. And then the negativity just switches to, oh, you've chosen the wrong color for uh-huh. lead, and oh, tin's too <laughs> small, and that's just like, oh, guys, yeah. like you know, yeah, you can't please all of the yeah. people all of the time. You know, look, I mean, I. I think that has never been my, you know, approach to stuff. I think that, you know, for me, I'm always more swayed by, oh, they're making that character than, oh, it's that color or whatever. You know, obviously versions and sometimes can be disappointing, but, Mm. um, you know, I think that's one of the things that that we're not good at as a community sometimes is being able to go, oh, great, well, you know, good on them. Like, you know, they're doing lead. You know, that like thank you yeah. know, thank God they're yeah, not leaving right. us with uh you know, an, an an empty you know, I even they're doing Uncle Sam. You know, then I saw someone saying, Oh, I don't yeah. want that shaggy haired modern age Uncle Sam. It's like, Oh good lord. You know, like <laughs> they're doing Uncle <laughs> Sam. You know, like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and and this and, and they're throwing in Dollman exactly. with him, which is just brilliant. Yeah. 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 So, one of the things I was actually quite impressed with is it seems that uh, lead is actually yes. just a regular figure. It looks like they've used the the DC what was it the DC superheroes line dark side okay. as the base, and so that means that he will actually be relatively scaled yeah. down, um, which is great because yeah. it means it frees up one of the oversized yeah, well, that was figure a slots. That you know had been talked about that they would might make lead an oversized figure, and therefore he would be way too big for you know, to kind of fit with the line. Um, and yeah, you know, I think that that has been a bit alleviated. Um, yeah, I think, you know, and, and one thing too, which in terms of colors, you know, we were told ages ago that, um, even though platinum and tin look the same color photograph that in person, they are actually slightly different. So, you know, they really, they they really Mm. have made an effort. Platinum looks great. I think. Oh, I think, oh yeah. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was actually 
actually one additional bit of news with the uh, 2013 sub option, and that was uh, the announcement that if they can get enough subscriptions sold, they will actually go for a second-tier option. Uh, and that is that uh, one thing that we've been well aware of with the, the sub is that um, they don't have the level of finances to, to do completely re uh, sorry completely new tooled figures, that is, figures that are completely created from scratch, uh, which is the yeah. reason we don't get characters like Granny Goodness because they just can't afford to do that level of detail. Um, so, yeah, they have announced that if they can sell a certain number of subs, they will continue on with 2013. But if they can reach a, a another tier above that, that we will actually get a completely mm. tooled figure. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, that, and that is, okay. I guess that it's over to us now, isn't it? You know, from my from my perspective, you know, I, I was definitely not committed to the sub just because it was the sub, um, you know, until I saw what was revealed. Now that I've seen it, you know, absolutely no question. And, okay, yeah, we're getting St. Walker. Yes, we're getting Larflees. That was going to happen, um, you know. But, uh, you know, I and, and we're getting Wally West as well, which, you know, you might call it a repaint in some mm. senses, but it is a different, you know, a legitimate different version. Um, but certainly to me they've okay. shown enough good faith to show that they do know what classic collectors are looking for. You know, Elongated Man, which is, yeah. you know, at one stage they said they weren't sure if they could do Elongated Man because they were getting some pushback from DC on it. Um, so the fact that he's in there, um, you know, the fact that they've done Elastigirl, to me, you know, that that puts enough faith in, in me that, yep, I'm definitely in and let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, all right. Uh, does anyone want to mention anything about Masters of the Universe? I know there were some Ram bits and pieces Man. mentioned. Ramman! <laughs> Yay! Yes. <laughs> and did you see that he's actually an oversized yes. figure? Yeah. Uh, what, just Sorry, one thing just to go back uh, to Club Infinite for a moment. One thing that they're not doing for 2013 is the quarterly figures. So we're getting the exclusive the sub-exclusive, which is Montremala and the Brain, but they're not doing quarterly oversized figures, which, yeah, which I actually oh, really? think is not a bad thing because, I mean, like, you know, what what are we getting now? We're getting a Rocket Red that's way too big because they've got to use existing tooling. Mm -hmm. So I think perhaps they've decided, well, let's put our money, you know, into the right things, and if they can't, you know, give us oversized figures that we want, well, then don't do them. Um, so, sorry, just that's one thing I think that's worth yep. mentioning. Um, yeah, but Back to Masters of the Universe. Yay, Ramman. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly been a long time coming, that's for sure. And uh, I can sort of see why he'd be an oversized figure. He seems to be completely oh, tooled oh. from scratch. Um, yeah. 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 And was uh, anybody oh, impressed yeah. by Granomir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks cool. He looks very cool. He does look good, I know doesn't nothing he? about Masters, but yeah, he's fantastic. I don't – I'm not 100% sure that I am actually going to buy the subscription, though. I think that, you know, because Ram Man and Granomir are really the only two things I've seen that I want, and neither of them are mm -hmm. the exclusive, which means that, you know, I can buy mm -hmm. them and not get, you know, this year I've gotten so much stuff that I really have no use for. Um, you know, because I, you know, I'm yeah. kind of coming, it's coming to the end of the characters that I know and care about, and, you know, there's been way too much stuff that I haven't. I haven't been interested in it at all. And a lot of the, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'll have to think about it a bit more, but you know, uh, the exclusive, yeah. um, 
is something that I can't remember, but I remember thinking I don't really care about it. No, I wasn't yeah. particularly no. impressed. Um, so yeah, we'll just, we'll have to see on that. I'll I'll give it a, I'll give it a bit of time. I got to decide before I get my Club Infinite, obviously, because I want them to be shipped together. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, but I guess I also have to decide whether or not I'm going to get the Watchmen figures. Ah, uh, yes, I didn't mention that one. I mean, yeah, yeah, I was just looking at them myself. I, I think probably just, not. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I think that that total no. surprise when, whenever I thought about what the the other new sub, sub might be, I never thought about that. Um, but I, I wonder, you know, comic accurate, you know, Watchmen figures, is that? I wonder how that's going to sell. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah to that's wrong. I've got the DC yeah, Direct yeah, set, and too. I'm quite happy with that. I didn't, I don't no, see the need for these, yeah, you know. Too, that's what I think yeah. too. I mean, look, I think there's no real. Anyway. I mean, you know, a comic accurate Night Owl, maybe because I really like that character, but the others to me are so close anyway, um, that I don't know that I, mm. you know, want to commit to a, a, a subscription for them. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, might might wrap up then with Mattel and move on to Hasbro. Now, we could obviously spend a long time talking about Hasbro because they have so many licenses, but since uh, none of us are particularly huge Star Wars or Transformers collectors, how about we have a little bit of a chat about Marvel Legends? Now, uh, as most people know, I'm a pretty big Marvel Legends collector, so this was probably the, the number one news item that I was after. And, um, yeah, I don't know, a bit of... Um, for me, quite impressed that the line's obviously still continuing forward, but um, don't know, some very, very interesting choices coming up in future waves. Bit of a mixed bag, I think. Like, there's some things there that I, you know, think are oh, fantastic, um, but a few that were a bit of a surprise, you know, as well in terms of, oh, okay, you know, that's the direction. Mm. It was good to get a look at some of the figures that we've kind of knew were coming. Um, but haven't seen properly. You know, I like Moonstar a bit better than, you know, what I originally thought about her. She looks a bit better. Mystique, I wasn't very excited about, really. Um, you know, she, because there's obviously a lot of reuse of parts happening there. Um, but as, as far as the new figures yeah. go, um, yeah, I don't know how many of them I'm really super excited about. I'm really disappointed about no build a figure for Wave 3. Um, yeah, that, that just to me seems yeah. like such a missed opportunity after such two, two such fantastic builder figures, two of the best ever, I reckon. Um, you know, Terax and Anamzol have just been fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So losing that momentum to me is a, is a real shame. Well, speaking yeah. of vitriol <laughs> and hatred, certainly the news that, um, <laughs> certainly the news actually the builder figure for wave four, uh, really got things um, moving on the internet. And, uh, I mean, look, I, I don't mind. I, I think the character's is, quite sorry. amusing, but uh, I think... Uh, well, Hitmonkey was in a, uh, a mini-series. Figure? He's been around. That's a build figure, my oh, understanding. I don't know what yeah. that is. Like, I don't know. Um, yet, yet to be confirmed, but, I mean, he's a monkey, so he's actually quite small. So probably the thing that comes to mind there is he's actually so small. So, uh, you know, we, we're used to builder figures being an opportunity to build up an oversized figure. So this is actually quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they've also chosen a character who is not very widely known, certainly got the uh, 
the collectors up in arms about that one. No, I didn't. I didn't realize. I mean, I don't even know what a hit monkey is, but I didn't realize that it was a. No, just... it was meant to be a builder figure. Look, he's a character that I think first appeared in Deadpool and then got um, a miniseries of his own and uh, Marvel seems to think that everybody reads Deadpool and everybody loves Deadpool. That's why Deadpool had, you know, 38 titles at one stage and, you know, he's he's quite the um, the slapstick character that Marvel continues to push forward um, yeah. and they've obviously gone with what they thought was a really good choice. So... Um, okay. uh, I think for me at the moment with, with the Marvel Legends announcements is I'm starting to actually get really confused about which figure is in which wave and which figure is a swap out, uh, you know, with a running change. My understanding that the red She-Hulk uh, will have a running change with um, with Lyra, the savage She-Hulk, which is um, Thundra's daughter from the future. Um, you know, that's a win for me because uh, I actually am quite happy to add both yes. of those characters to my collection. But the fact that one's a running change for the other makes things a bit difficult. Um, I also believe the white costume Iron Fist is okay. also a running change um, for for Nova, uh, i.e. Wow. the Protector. So uh, all all very confusing at the moment, yeah, I have some, to say. Some of those running changes things are mm. confusing to me for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are, and I'm actually going to have to really rely on um, on our good buddy Mike S to uh, cherry pick this line. Certainly, um, some things uh, I'm I'm quite keen on, and others not so keen on. So, for example, uh, I don't need the white costume Deadpool, but I don't know if that's actually a running change with one of the other figures. Uh, I was very impressed that we are going to get a regular edition Archangel now. I was uh, a little bit hesitant in that the uh, San Diego exclusive three-pack Marvel Legends, which featured the Archangel in his X-Force costume, uh, I was a bit torn by that because I'd like to get an up-to-date Archangel but wasn't particularly thrilled with the idea of having to not only chase the exclusive but also get him in his X-Force costume. So the news that we are getting a regular Archangel in his kind of pink-slash-purple and blue costume is... Uh, um, a bit yeah, of I was a, glad about a, a that too because it takes me. the pressure off worrying about that X Force um, exclusive set for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm, absolutely, and I think um, look, I'm going to continue to support the line uh, and and pick up as as many figures um, as I can. I think Wave Three will be a bit of a cherry pick for me. Uh, I'm glad there's no Builder figure because I, I certainly don't need the additional Punisher figure, etc. Yep. But I'd still love to get Blade. Hyperion looks great. There's some interesting uh, discussion about Hyperion on the net. Certainly seems to be overwhelmingly positive, but uh, I was a little disappointed that it looks to be some sort of strange modern Hyperion. Um, the the gold that would normally be his belt looks to be painted on as opposed to sculpted. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure what's happening there. But, uh, look, I, I guess it is pretty much a given that a lot of these items yeah. are still at the prototype stage. Um, I mean, Andy, yeah. you mentioned that you, you thought that the century didn't look like he was actually even finished. No, that's right. If you have a look at the pictures, <laughs> you've got no eyes. You're so picky. <laughs> You're so picky. Much of anything. Why are they doing century yeah, again, though? That, <laughs> it's just a little thing. We didn't need another century. Um, yeah, it is quite an interesting one, that's for sure. All right. Apparently, Bill Buckle wasn't big enough last time. Yeah, that's right. But uh, to be fair, um, he is actually on a new buck. Um, they did announce that this is actually a new buck, a new base figure that they're using for the Sentinel, and that there was hints that that's the sort of buck they would use in the future for something okay. like a modern Luke Cage. So 
that shows some promise. And, um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame they actually didn't get to use that buck for um, mm. Drax because I think that would have worked quite well. All right, guys, well, moving right along, I think um, we could certainly go on for quite some time, but uh, I've deliberately left the, the best for last. Um, when I saw this next item, I, uh, I thought of Andy straight away, um, both jumping for joy <laughs> and, and crying for uh, the mercy of his, of his wallet, no doubt. But um, Hot Toys, and we know that the 1966 Batman license uh, is being picked up by quite a few different companies, but... Hot Toys announced a one-sixth scale Batmobile from the 1966 TV series, and it looks fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Excuse me. I just need some alone time for a minute or two. Yes. 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 We're the first person I thought of when I saw that, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling like it's a very good time to have decided to step away from Hot Toys. <laughs> mm. It's just ridiculous. I, I've, I've run the full gamut of emotion since I've seen this. It's just ridiculous. I want it so bad, but I know it's just going to be a massive price tag, and if I do it, I've got to have the Batman and Robin that are inevitably going to come to go with it, and it's just like, where am I going to put it? How am I going to pay for it? Which child will I sell? (laughs) Well, mate, hopefully hopefully it comes out close to uh, Christmas or a birthday, and, you know, you might be able to uh, make some subtle hints to the family. Yeah, it's just I, I, I'm I'm really keen to see some more detailed pictures of the interior and such. Yeah, like there's yeah. there's not a lot of pictures around of it yet. Mostly just exterior shots, which looks fantastic. But yeah, um, yeah I really want to get a look at that the, at the at the cabin and and see what detail I've gone to in there. But um, it's a, it, it really came from left field. I don't know of anyone who knew anything about this at all. Mm, no, I must admit it uh, yeah, came as a surprise um, to me. Uh, certainly, yeah. you know, I'm sure that there's been you know negotiations happening with this license for quite some time in the lead up to the announcement that it was available. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but still, big surprise. Yeah, huge yeah. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. We'll start to bring the discussion to a close, and uh, there's certainly still plenty of time left in San Diego Comic-Con as we record this episode. But, um, guys, there were certainly a few things that came to mind that we haven't seen that I thought we would see. Uh, The first thing uh, I thought we would certainly get to see was the the next figure in the Hot Toys Star Wars line. It's been yeah. quite um, certainly quite some time since they solicited the Bespin Luke as the first figure from Hot Toys Star Wars. Uh, I thought absolutely for certain that we would get to see what the next yeah, character was. They're certainly dragging the chain with that. I mean, I think that, you know, one reason is that I don't think this is, uh, you know, we're not going to see the same depth of release as we are for, you know, Avengers or whatever in terms of figures coming thick and fast. You know, they said that, they're huge Star Wars fans and they want to do these as deluxe figures and do them really well. But it, it seems to me like yeah. they're losing, it, it's losing a bit of momentum. 
you know. Now, now this might work because yeah. you know, mm. a couple of weeks ago we said, "What is Sideshow doing with this DC license?" And uh, now it's all over the place. So who knows? Mm. We might be inundated with Hot Toys Star mm. Wars stuff as a result of this discussion. But you know. well, well, it's funny Ben mentions that because one of the first sets of photos that everyone was putting up for Comic Con was the Hot Toys figures. And what have you? And I wasn't even seeing Bespin Luke in any of the photos, which I found yeah. most unusual. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you think they'd be pushing him like crazy at the moment, but I no, haven't even no. seen him in anyone's photos yet. So yeah. it's it's kind of odd. Yeah, Especially another show. Sorry. Yep. No, you're right, mum. I was just going to, especially since Sideshow have just, just started pushing, you know, the Snowtroopers and, mm, and um, you know, the, and they're showing the next Darth Vader that's coming out. So it's, yeah, I'm kind of finding it quite unusual that they're not even pushing Luke, let alone anything new in that, in that line. Yeah, yeah. Another absence that I noted was that uh, Hot Toys certainly got out news of their assorted movie Avengers figures uh, quite rapid fire. We we saw solicitation after solicitation of those figures. So I was almost certain we would actually get the the very first appearance of the Hot Toys movie Mm. Avengers Hulk figure. Uh, Mm. But that didn't actually happen either. Unless he shows up before the end, they might. um, Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a possibility. I mean, um, um, yeah. that's the only one they've got left to go now, isn't it? Hulk, like that, they've showed, you know, all the different versions of Cap now, and um, even that USO version, which I actually love. I think it looks fantastic. But uh, yeah, no, I was, I was expecting Hulk. Um, yeah. I, was, I was expecting them also to preview um, Bane and Catwoman from Dark Knight Rises. I mean, that starts next week. I mean, what more, what better way to preview them than the week before at Comic Con? Yeah, um, it's I don't know, maybe they're going to go the late reveal route or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, perhaps the Hot Toys just don't buy into the whole San Diego thing quite as much as the other companies. They they might not see San Diego as um, such a big deal. I mean, we certainly know our, our friend Randy Bowen doesn't sort of make much of an effort. Um, he used to do um, mm. comic comic cons and the like, and now seems very content in the way he uh, yeah. produces and solicits yeah. his um, well, statues. Well, that's true. His fan, where that's his true. Fan is, and he communicates so well online with sneaks yeah. and previews and that sort of thing that um, I'm sure, you know, it's probably not worth the expense. I was really happy, though, to see in person, you know, the pics of the preview exclusive Wasp that's coming up because um, that looks that looks fantastic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, c- cannot wait for that. Yeah. Very yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. All right. We might right. start to wrap this up, guys, and I think what mm-hmm. I'll do is I'll finish off and, and ask each of you um, what your standout item was. I I got to go for the sideshow premium format, Batman. You know, even though I mean that we, that wasn't mm. a reveal because we knew it was coming, just in terms of actually seeing it in prison, Batman and Superman. You know, to me, that's the thing that I'm most excited about um, from from everything that I've seen. Yeah. Yep. And what about you, Andy? Is it obvious? Uh, yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> that '66 Batmobile is just, you know, you guys know what a sucker I am for Batmobiles, and um, just to see that has just made my year. I mean, there's so many things at this Comic Con that have got my attention, but um, I can't go past the '66. I mean, I don't care if they never even do figures for it; just to have that car, which is, oh, 
It'd be the only thing I'd buy for 12 months, but <laughs> it'd be well worth it. Well worth it. So, so yeah, without you a doubt. Can, you can PayPal your donations to please save Andy at... <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, uh, certainly the Sideshow Premium format, Batman and, of course, Superman were outstanding, but I'm going to give my tip of the hat for this uh, reveal to Mattel because I really think they upped their game and they went above and beyond for me. Well, I suppose we ought to say something nice about Mattel at some point in the history of the podcast, haven't we? So (laughs) That's right. Yep. No, they have impressed this time around. They have, they have. All right, guys. Well, that was quite an epic, and uh, that wraps up our discussion topic for this week. When we come back in a moment, we shall wrap things up. Spider-Man's getting ready to rumble. Oh, no! It's Doc Ock, Venom, and the Green Goblin. Fantastic action coming up. Take that, Green Goblin. Bam! Must get out of Venom's trap. Thwack! Time to get out of here. Catch you later, Doc Ock. Brand new Spider-Man action figures. Out now. Well, before we finish off, we'd certainly love to hear from any of our listeners, and if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, and you may just hear it read out. And that brings us to the end of episode number 22 of the Action Figure Blues podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. You'll be able to download future episodes of the podcast by going to actionfigureblues.com and clicking on the podcast tab or subscribing at iTunes. And if you do go to iTunes, please take the time to leave us a positive rating and review. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, you might like to check out the reviews and articles there and perhaps visit some of our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, Big Bad Toy Store and PopCulture.com who help keep a site running. And when we're not podcasting, blogging, or doing other assorted hobby-related activities, you can find us all on the Action Figure Blues Forum at afbforum.com. You'll find myself there posting as Fish Milkshake, you'll find Scott posting as Scotty, and you'll find Andy posting as FB. Now, again, we'd love to hear from you with any comments or suggestions for future Toys of the Week or discussion topic. You can do it by emailing podcast at actionfigureblues.com or by joining AFB Forum and telling us there. You can also follow Action Figure Blues on Twitter, at AFBlues, and like the Action Figure Blues page on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Action Figure Blues. Ah, guys, that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Without a doubt, yeah, the longest yeah. episode in history. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to end up being the longest episode in history, but it's probably been the longest recording in history. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. So for those for those of you who are still listening, it might not seem like a long running time, but for us, the internet has not been our friend tonight, and it has been an epic recording. So please, I, I hope you can bear with us. Ooh, and uh, and Scott, we, we pity you having to and epi- edit this episode together. Yeah, I'm going to have to claim um, overtime for the the editing job. You know, it's it's already yeah. such a trial to make you guys sound good. Um, I know. So. <laughs> Why do you bother? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, yeah. thank you very much for joining tonight. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> All right. Good night, <laughs> See you, everybody. Bye. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. He's enjoying them in some form or another. I would expect what, that what he would man. be wearing them right now.
He probably to show his um, gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, um, it's going to be sound. Sorry, we've lost you, Andy. Um, it's a great tribute to... Sorry, a... Andy. Andy, can you hear me? No. Can you hear me, Ben? Yep. <laughs> we've lost him. <laughs> Andy. He's chatting away. <laughs> Andy. No. <laughs> uh, he's doing his review to the ether. <laughs> Let's see how long it takes before he comes back. He'll probably still be going. <laughs> Surely my five minutes must be up. I've been talking for about half an hour. <laughs> Andy. Andy. Well, thanks for that, Scott. I think that was quite possibly your best review to date. And uh, that wraps up the Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. You bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you didn't hear it. (laughs) Oh, that had nothing to do with it. I just just really felt your groove, man. (laughs) You're mean. I think like all four people in Canberra must be on the internet at once tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that must be, must be it. <laughs>